Dear listener, it's a great joy that you choose to join me. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Please keep tuned to this station until the end. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. This is your favorite new life program with interesting segments just for you. Patron will be having the family life segment by Maureen Kwamboka. Today, she'll take us through part one of the topic, build up or bust up. Thereafter, we'll be having a Bible segment by Sister Becky Arunga. Today's topic is about the lamp of God. Before that, here's a song, Ndugunjo by Doc's Church Choir. Zizi ni wa 
that you've been blessed with that lovely song. Thank you for staying tuned. Let us now prepare to listen to Maureen Kwamboka. Hello, dear listener. Welcome to today's Family Life program. On a biblical perspective on marriage today, we are going to talk on build-up or bust-up. Wedding photographers are thinking of charging in advance for their work, not because the customers don't like the quality of the pictures and refuse to pay, but because the marriage partners don't like the one they married. Some marriages don't last the honeymoon period, so who wants to pay for pictures of a failed marriage? The breach of the marriage contract seems to justify the breach of faith with the photographer who innocently recorded the beginnings of disaster. Very few couples will deny they had ups and downs in their marriage. Life is not a cloudless journey. Storms and tempests often arise. So much depends on what use we make of the storms and tempests. Let me make it clear that I'm talking about normal domestic disputes, not the sort of thing that involves the police. Here is a familiar story about second best solutions. Abraham slept with Aga, his wife's maid, in order to help God along. After all, God had promised him a son, and no son had come. Having a child by Aga would solve the problem, and let God off the hook of having to perform a miracle by making an old lady conceive. The plan was Sarah's, but she did not like the result. When Aga saw that she was pregnant, she despised Sarah. And it showed, May this insult to me come home to you, shouted Sarah. Very well, said Abraham. Your slave girl is at your disposal. Treat her as you think fit. Sarah then treated her so badly that she ran away. How did this problem begin? Abraham and Sarah didn't trust God to give them the promised son by Sarah in his good time. Sarah suggested what looks like a common sense solution. There was no social disgrace in a man having children by slave women. Abraham agreed to the plan. He may even have been glad of the opportunity to take a young woman to bed with his wife's active approval. The pregnant Hagar now had the advantage over the barren Sarah. Sarah had not foreseen Hagar's reaction. Perhaps mistress and servant relations had never been very good, and now Hagar had the upper hand for a little while. Sarah grumbled to Abraham, and Abraham, instead of trying to make peace, handed the situation over to Sarah. Aga ran away. Later she came back, but again Sarah was jealous of Aga and her son Ishmael. Would Ishmael, the elder son, share the inheritance with Isaac, Sarah's son? Again, Aga was driven off. Nothing had really been sold. The two women parted as enemies. Isaac missed the chance of having a big brother. Underlying problems, doubts, jealousy, heart, pride, suspicion were never solved. Like dynamite, anger is a form of energy that is morally neutral. It can be used for life or death. Anger, indignation and pity drive the relief workers in the world's trouble spots and areas of chronic anger and disease. This is controlled energy, resulting in constructive action. God has anger, indignation and wrath. Can you wonder at it as he looks out on the world and sees what we have done with the free will he has given us. He is not afraid to speak of his anger 
and it is not a case of angry father and the kind Jesus. Our Lord was moved with indignation when he saw suffering. Injustice or misuse of God's temple. He never lost his temper, but the sense of outrage in his face terrified the traders in the temple, and they fled from one man. Then, the temple filled with those who knew his compassion for the needy. This was not a man out of control of himself. Anger misdirected and controlled may lead to violence, physical, mental, or emotional abuse. Beats fly everywhere. Where there is an uncontrolled explosion, people get at. Catch us next time where we are going to continue on our topic where I am going to give you ways on how to deal with your anger. I have been your presenter, Maureen Komboka. that you have enjoyed the Family Life segment. This is the New Life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Do not forget to send us your thoughts about this program by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 001 Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awr at Let us now hear from Doc's Church Choir with the song Niko Nanyi. Bye.
Thank you once again for staying tuned to our station. It is time for the Bible segment. Sister Biki Arunga, welcome and bless us with the word. child of God, I thank you very much for finding time to be in the presence of God where joy abounds in its fullness. Now I invite you to the study of God's word to know the role that Christ Jesus had to play in our lives. Why is it that he left his throne in heaven above and was born in a manger? How be it that he left the worship of angels to be born in the first instance and there were cows and goats all around him? Now, this juncture, as the sheep were bleating and everything was happening around the birth of Christ, there is a reason why. Though you cannot tell it, but this one thing stands for sure, that it was love that made him do so. I am Becky Arunga. Let us pray. Lord God Almighty, 
We thank you for your love and your kindness upon us. That even though we are wandering daily away from you, you always bring us home never more to Rome. God, I pray that your presence may still continually abide, that we may delight to study your word and to hide it in our hearts. Now we pray, Lord, that you, Spirit, may teach us and guide us along path of truth. In Jesus' name, amen. I want us to consider a concept pertinent to the life of a Christian. We know that God himself became man that you and I may obtain salvation. And I want to see the witness of John the Baptist regarding Christ Jesus. Now the Gospel of John chapter 1 verse 29 records, The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who is preferred before me, for he was before me. I did not know him, but that he should be revealed to Israel. Therefore I came baptizing with water. And John bore witness, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained upon him. I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, Upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. Now, beloved, two things stand out in this concept. We find two declarations made by John that are very profound and we ought to understand, comprehend, hear, and listen. John says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That is John 1 verse 29. Then in verse 34 he says, And I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. So the very Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world is the Son of God in verity. And we ask ourselves, why is it that it is the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world? Because the world is engulfed with a sin problem. It is not the sins, it is not the plurality of sins, but the sin is just one. It is disobedience. Disobedience covers it all. Going contrary to God's law, going contrary to his precepts and his provision. We recall Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. It was one sin and it was the mother of all sins that we have. By setting aside the command of God and believing the guiles of the enemy who was the devil in the form of the serpent, many other atrocities came to upon mankind. And so we realize that Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God. He is the Lamb without blemish. He alone is able to save. For we realize that when, the, when God was giving the Israelites the laws regarding to the sacrificial system, he said unto them, If any man has sinned, he needs to take a young lamb without blemish and offer it as a sacrifice for his sin. And Christ Jesus was given once and for all. And when John the Baptist saw him, he was sure that this is the man whose way I had come to prepare. He was certain that it is Christ Jesus who was the lamb that takes away the sin of the world. And so the one thing concept that comes out clearly 
is that we can find salvation in no one else but in Christ Jesus. I love the zeal of the apostles in the early church when they had been arrested on account of proclaiming the name of God. When they had been arrested because they had healed the man who sat at the beautiful gate and had been lame, they had healed him in the name of Jesus Christ. Yet the Sanhedrin arrested them and they were supposed to defend the name of Jesus Christ. The Christ who was the Lamb of God. The Christ who brought salvation. The Christ in whose name the sin of the world was taken away. And John and Peter, as they were speaking before the Sanhedrin, made a bold statement in Acts chapter 4, verse 11 and verse 12. Allow me to start from verse 10. Let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole that it is because of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who is the Lamb of God, whose death was a propitiation for our sin, who God raised from the grave because he had no sin, and death had no power over him. It was on account of that very same Jesus of Nazareth that the man who sat at the beautiful gate was healed. Father, it is said, this is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. So it is just buttressing or giving effect to the fact that John had said, this is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. It was such a specific concept. There was only one lamb, and that lamb was from God. And that lamb had the role of taking away the sin of the world. Now, beloved, your sin cannot be taken away by any other but by Christ Jesus. And of course, one hymn writer of old Robert Laurie asked the question, What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And I invite you, beloved, make a decision. Are you tossed and turned by the cares of this world? Are you still wallowing and lingering without making a decision for the Savior? He alone can cleanse you. He alone can wash your garments white in the blood of the Lamb. He alone can save you to the uttermost if you seek him. How I pray that this day you may find time for the Savior. He is knocking at the door of your heart. Can you hear him speak to you? Let us pray. Oh God, how amiable are your tabernacles. How sweet to know that you care and that you are able to come on earth just to save us from our sin. Dear God, I pray thee that may your loving kindness and your truth abide forever. And even as my dear listener is making a decision to follow you all the days of his life, God, your grace is sufficient. I just pray that you may do unto him above all that he asks or think. Now praise be to your name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much. It has been most blessed sharing the word of God with you.
May the Lord bless you till we meet again. Dear listener, we have come to the end of our program. Thank you for keeping me company. For your views, comments, or questions about the show, write to the producer, Adventist All Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00 Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awrnairobi at Until next time, may our God be with you. I have been your presenter, Samuel Mangi. Oh